Welcome back to another season of Self Love Lounge. I'm your host, Arena Antoine, and this is a place for empowered women to share their minds and hearts to the world. So grab your coffee, grab your blanket, get comfy, and let's get into it. Well, welcome back to Self Love Lounge. So recently I attended a really empowering workshop where we were trying to connect with ourselves and trust ourselves. And during that time, I felt very lost because of quarantine and I felt like we were just stuck doing nothing. And maybe it's because I was isolating myself a little too much where we were put into this position where we had to like work within and work through our shadow selves. And I was struggling and I went through this workshop and I, th- I went there because I needed to know that I wasn't alone and that people were also struggling just as much as me. And then I met Christine Turley, um, which I'm really excited for you guys to get to know her and know her journey because I was really empowered by her through our meditation that we did. So please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Christine. I am. Um, yeah, I have been doing workshops actually not for that long, only for for about a year and so I'm so happy that you were able to come to that one because it yeah it's been interesting with everything that's happened with COVID to go from having such big workshops and then to try and create them again so yeah I'm so happy that you're able to come but yeah my name's Christine Turley and I'm a yoga teacher that's how I kind of started it out and then I really found my passion for hypnotherapy but it was it was almost on like a deeper level because I I understand hypnotherapy sounds like this really cool type of therapy, but really what it was was like inner work, just like you said. So that's, yeah, that's a little bit about me. I was a DJ for 10 years. I owned a business, a DJ company before that. So going from DJing and then into like yoga (laughs) and I'm I'm becoming a life coach right now. So it's like, it it really is just my journey to self-discovery. You know what they say, right? You just pursue who you are. So what was your experience to self-discovery? What was it like for you? I know it's like a big question, but it's like, where did you start or where did you know like, okay, I'm going to go on this path right now and I'm just going to go full force. You know what? To be honest, I I probably knew it in like my late teens, like young adult. I had really been searching. I had felt like I'd pretty much been lost. I never really understood it. I I grew up in like the best family. Like I'm talking Mm -hmm. the best family of all time. And so when I, you know, went through this weird lost period of my life, it was because I didn't know who I was. I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of happened when I was younger that I didn't even know I had gone through with some some specific things and um anyways I, w- I had actually first sort of felt it when I went with my friend to church one day it was like this overwhelming feeling like boom there was more there was more than me you know I went down this path a little bit further and I continued on the path but I'd say it's more spiritual now like I love God and I love the universe and I love you know the world and each other and like ourselves yeah. but I think the main the push is what happened when I finally removed alcohol from my life. Um, When I removed alcohol, it was like I took the blindfolds off. Nothing wrong with alcohol. That's not it. It was actually what was deeper inside myself that I was Mm -hmm. using Alberry. And so when I removed it, it was like I had to rediscover myself all over again. And that just came from simple meditation. And it literally just was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then, you know, fast forward and here I am, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I I remember like I'm still 21, but I went through like a spiritual awakening like recently, like a year ago after I went to see Lisa for a reading. And I remember like I used to wake up at like 1010, like I wouldn't put an alarm clock and I would wake up at 1010 for like three days. And then one day I had like this dream where it was like I was running away from people that were in my life that were hurting me. But each step of the way, there was always like a hand that would help me or like a tree that would help me. And it was almost like I was never truly alone, even though I felt alone. 
alone. Um, but I was meant to go through this to, I guess, enter my life purpose, which was to heal others through like maybe this podcast or maybe like what's to come in my future self. Did you ever like go through like in a spiritual awakening? Yeah. I mean, I totally know what you're saying. And I feel like it's interesting because we all have gifts within ourselves, but we just yeah. kind of died. We're like, Oh, that's just coincidence. Right. Not like everyone, it's not like, you know, the world's giving me signs and the universe yeah. is like, Hey, you know, that's a sign for a reason. We're like, that's just by chance. Right. Yeah. So interesting that you say that, you know, you had all those, like you were having that lucid dreaming part of it that was like mm-hmm. trying to connect to you deeper and deeper and deeper and showing yeah. you like, look, um, and I have had, you know, some very specific things happen to me, but I guess the biggest thing was, um, when I quit drinking mm-hmm. and I get it more times when I talk about it, I, I hold that on as a crutch for so long, I was able to give it up at certain times, but it always just kind of came back to it. And mm-hmm. I had gone through a really rough patch in my life. I was a mom of five, like I'm a mom of five. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And I, um, I remember listening to a guided meditation one night. I was, mm-hmm. I really lost and I listened to this guided meditation and I swore that he was speaking to me. Now I don't, I, this thing, the thing is I shared it with friends later on. I'm like, you guys have to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what link Christine? There, there is no link. I'm like, yeah. no, but it's Facebook. Like it's a link. You just click on this link. And so I'd send them it, and it would take them nowhere. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. I yeah. believe just whatever it was, was meant for me specifically. Yeah. And if somebody is trying to get my attention. I should probably start listening. But all it was, was like confirmation of that I could do it, that I, you know, I did have value, that I was mm-hmm. worthy. It was like all the things that I already knew, but just hearing, you know, someone comfortably, you know, hold me yeah. in that space and say it. Yeah. It was like, oh, maybe I, maybe I do have some worth here. Maybe I can make some changes. Maybe yeah. I am on the right path. That's so beautiful though, like that it can happen to anyone. Actually, it's happening every day, but I think with society and like social media and you're like on the eyes of like, how do I become better? How do I do this? And I think it ties with like, what is self-worth and how do we, or how do we view ourselves? I think that's like such a struggle with knowing like where does self-worth come from? And what would you say on that? It's funny because like, I used to always look for my self-worth in other people. And I think everybody does that, right? Yeah. We will our self-worth based on what somebody thinks about us. And there's a really cool saying that's like, what you think or feel about me is none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't matter how you feel about me, but you know yeah. what matters? About myself. Yeah. And so I think that when I journeyed into the path of meditation, which so they say it can be anything, right? It was meditation for me that I had that experience just like you with, you had it with Lisa and Alexis, like you had that experience where it was transcendental, that you can't go from that moment that yeah. it held you into something more. Do you desire something more? Just like anyone that would maybe walk in the church doors. Like I had that experience and feel flood love and light or someone who, you know, loses someone and sees, you know, right after they pass this beautiful rainbow in the sky. Like there's those moments that we realize what more than ourselves. And we, you know, we need to connect deeper on this path, whatever it looks like. And just believe in the signs, believe in that, mm-hmm. this, right? We can unfold into these incredibly beautiful human beings if we just yeah. trust ourselves. Yeah, because I think trusting ourselves is so difficult. Like, I sometimes struggle with, like, do I want, like, control? Like, am I comfortable in being in this comfortable environment, in this comfortable house, in this comfortable relationship? But stepping into the unknown is super hard. And especially with self-worth, I think it's, like, a measure of, like, how we view ourselves regardless of what other people say or think. And I think that's so hard especially growing up when people are constantly telling you who you should be or your mom thinks that you should be a lawyer or a doctor but you're like I don't want to I want to like be like a cook or an artist or anything else but it's so hard because we're like structured by society if that makes sense and like 
spirituality is so hidden and suppressed and we're not able to connect with ourselves which is like really I guess kind of sad because we're measured through like materialistic things like from the clothes you wear to how many followers do you have and there are going to be people that are going to come into your life to teach you something in order for you to grow and I think that's the biggest lesson for me that I'm still learning to let go I think that's like one of my issues of like learning to let go is like something that I struggle to do yeah because it's way more comfortable like you said to be in like that ego part of self it's like well but if I keep control of this then I started taking super cold showers I am afraid of being cold like it's the weird thing I'm my toes are always freezing I started taking cold showers I started jumping rivers and oceans and like like all the time just to shake myself up a little bit like because that's when the growth happens that's when you physically change as a person like I can handle anything you know especially with spirituality like I think there's definitely fear still like fear based of like I don't want to like step too much into the unknown and like see a dead person or like some stuff like that but like yeah like I (laughs) I've experienced like sleep paralysis or like astral projection like not wanting to (laughs) experience like I just accidentally ended up there and it's like terrifying because you're like alone experiencing this and people fear to be alone and I am forced to be alone in this world that I can't even talk to anybody about because they're gonna think like you're insane (laughs) oh no we don't talk about that here well we'll talk about the weather and like about you know like the basic things so I always find it funny too because I'm like so hold on a second. We were all born completely unique and different. And we have a spirit inside us, like whatever people are believing in, right? Like yeah. when it stops pounding, this spirit, it just go, where does it go? Right? So regardless of what we think, like if, if I'm a spirit, I'm sure that when I go, I'm hanging out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still around somewhere, right? Yeah. Like my aunt doesn't just go, it's, it's going somewhere. So it's like, yeah, it is interesting to be like, there is something bigger than us. So it's a lot more comfortable, like we said, to just be like, nope, we're just humans living a human life and that is it yeah I think like once I experienced the astral projection it was like kind of this epiphany like you can your soul can like leave your body and just like wander around and then still come back to your physical body so it's kind of like your body is a backpack is like what I try to say this analogy (laughs) so yeah like and you what you experience might be something completely different than someone else experience I actually just had that conversation with somebody about like because they go to church and they were saying you know like I was told that in church you know that that we don't do that because there's a dark side and I was told that too when I went to church I went to church like don't tap into that but I I still believe that God you know gives us all these unique gifts as human beings for us to experience it's you know we can as you know good and bad or we can look at things as like light is just the absence of dark dark is just the absence of light right when we just continue evolving we just continue changing I think it's I think it's awesome I'm on board with you yeah (laughs) yeah um but I think like a lot of it is like why do we resist like all of these changes like even like outside of spirituality and just like um like leaving a relationship I think like it's so hard to leave a relationship that you're so comfortable in or friendships specifically or like even family members that you have like issues with and it's very toxic like it's hard to just leave because we're like belonging to this like community that we're scared to just like completely exit and just completely change and be this new person why do you think that we resist change you know what i Again, talking to somebody about this, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of rooted in un- our unconscious fears. Like we're not even aware of them, but it's, you know, there are these fears. And so it's easier for us to stay comfortable. Yeah. It's for us to know that when we get into that conversation with the same person that has the same outcome every single time and we feel mm-hmm. sick, that's more comfortable than being like, hey, 
you know what? I appreciate what you're saying. I just don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to stir the pot and get uncomfortable, yeah. but then we need boundaries for ourselves, which then tells ourselves that we are deserving of boundaries and we aren't deserving of you know what we really want, and we're just going to get by with what anyone gives us, even if it's scraps or even if it's you know I mean that even if it's extremely toxic, that's okay. No, I, I can handle it. And we always tell ourselves, oh, good for you. Way to handle it. And we tied each other back. And yeah. like, well, do we need to live that way? I don't think we do. But even in hypnotherapy, the, the coolest part about it is, you know, it's not like for me, it's not like I'm like telling you to do something you don't want to do. It has nothing with it. It's actually speaking to your subconscious and, and talking to your subconscious. So I would just impart something in there, you know, chat with you during mm-hmm. the session. And you would say to yourself, yeah, why am I really doing what's really going on there? Yeah. You know, really need in that scenario. And and you can unpack it on your own inside in your internal work. It, it's just the coolest thing. And we you don't even need me to do that. You can do that on your own. But yeah. but like I said, take a little bit of uncomfortableness, like we've talked talked about, yeah. to unroot and really like pull from the root. Not just cut the ends. We need to pull the root out, get uncomfortable, and then we can really work to heal the fear and to heal all that that's happened to us, right? Yeah, definitely. Cause I think we definitely resist change because we're we're scared of like, what's going to be the outcome? You know, like, are we going to like be alone or like, like we're going to die alone? Like all of this fear, but it's like, you're never truly alone because I think like every time that I've gone through something horrible in my life, I think about like how I had myself, like I was able to go overcome whatever it was because I had myself and there's no one in the world that's going to give you the best advice but I think like we don't want to explore what's out there because we have become too dependent on like what we're used to and I at least I've experienced this so many times you know this happens in like friendships relationships jobs degrees honestly every aspects of our lives if we mm-hmm. like truly conquer like our fears whatever it may be and get out of our comfort zone I think that's when we can just be at peace like it's like that equal balance and being peaceful like don't say anything that doesn't come from a place of peace find your power from a place of peace how do we move past like unpleasant thoughts or experience for me like letting go is like difficult in different aspects of my life I think in friendship it's easier for me to detach and look at it from like an outside outsider to just look at the situation and what it is and just let go with a lot of love but in relationships it's a little different and I think that's because I have so many things that I need to work on within myself in order for the relationship to grow or even to end peacefully and even in like family relationship as well like it's the same thing so I think in every aspects of our life we have parts that we are better at than the other Uh, the word contemplation has been really huge in my life recently Mm -hmm. we have a ton of thoughts Mm -hmm. you know thousands and thousands of thousands of thoughts every single day but do we take time to really contemplate what's going on or what our subconscious is really projecting on us? Because a lot of it is just attached to memories. Yeah. Like, you know, they say that there's more negative thoughts going on in your head than positive thoughts. And we have to like, uh, like voices in our head, like, Hey, excuse me. And off you go. And, and we sometimes have to dismantle some of the concepts that we have learned in my opinion, because it's like, you know, my, it's just going to sound, I'm going to bleep this out, but I used to call myself a hole a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, people think I'm a, you know what? Like mm-hmm. I was like, man, I said it, the more I believed it. And I got this concept of who I projected who I was. I didn't care. It was easier if everyone thought I was that way because, you know, if they already think I'm that way, then then I don't care. It doesn't really matter. I don't have to, I don't have to do any inner work. I'm already this way. It's way easier this way. Mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, who's even saying that? That was what I thought people were saying. No one ever said it to me. And so the truth really always isn't in like, you know, how do we move past like these unpleasant 
thought catch ourselves in the lies that we're telling ourselves. We have to like really dismantle it, break it down and think, is this the truth or is this something that I'm feeding myself to keep myself stuck? And the only way to become unstuck is like, I have a tattoo in my hand. It's the lotus flower and the lotus flower literally grows in the murkiest like mud. Like it's, it's like living in a cave. Like you have no idea what's outside that cave till you walk inside the cave. And it can be a lot easier to stay in the mud, but then it blooms into like the most beautiful, gorgeous flower, but it takes so much work and so much effort. But here's the thing is it's interesting that the mud that it's growing in, it has to grow in. That is, that is the environment it needs to grow in, in order to emerge. So sometimes all these things that you're going through, it actually helps you connect deeper on another level with somebody who's going through those same things. If life was peachy the whole time and everything was awesome, how would you connect to somebody, right? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I, I really like that analogy with the lotus flower and also just like I think in high school I was like labeled as so many things I was also like half black half brown so it was hard to like fit into like one specific box so I always felt like an outcast after a while people start to label you as like oh well she's like the bitch or she is this or she is that and I started to believe that as well like I started to really like it really stuck to me after I guess like at the end of high school I was like wait like this is not who I want to be. Like, this isn't who I am. And I started to redefine who I want to be by just cutting those people out, by taking care of myself to work from within, to go to therapy, to meet Alexa and Lisa and all of these different resources and go to a workshop as well. And also realizing that you're going to meet those people again and they're not going to know you at all. You're going to be a complete different person and they're going to want to tap into this and bring you back to who they think you are but it's like willpower it's like your self-worth you worked on your self-worth you worked on like resisting that change and just totally putting yourself out there and being like I'm not the person you think I am like I literally had somebody once was like I know exactly who you are and I was so like offended I was like no you don't know who I am and I was like I'm gonna go because I cannot be friends with you because it was like this energy that you pick up from people that are just like they don't align with you. And it's like, yeah. um, I respect you, but I unfortunately can't have you in my life. Yeah. And maybe they knew a part of you back then. Like, let's be honest. Maybe yeah. I had people say things about me and I'm like, oh no, no, you're, you might be right about that. I was like that. Mm-hmm. And what you even, what you believe that me to be, yep. That's, that is, that's okay. You are totally entitled to that. However, if our skin is constantly like creating new layers and our organs are constantly like, you know what I mean? Like our whole body can change in seven years. Like, and yet we don't believe that people can change. It's funny because they say that if you can be, you know, traumatized in an instant, then can we not change in an instant? Yeah. I believe we totally and completely can. And that's all quantum physics. So it's, you know, for the, for the disbelievers, it, you know, maybe they just want to dig a little bit deeper too, because they can't, well, what you, you've got this beautiful love and light around you now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I saw before. It's like, yeah, because I was in a dark place, my friend, you know, yeah. let's go. Like maybe we need, to, you need to come with me. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really good way. Cause I also think like people that, you know, want you to stay like, you were before whether you were the bitch or whatever I think it's because they're also struggling and they want what's comfortable and what's easy and like they don't want to you know experience the change either and I think it's all about like self-awareness like I think I reached this level of like self-awareness of like even if like somebody else is in the wrong or I'm in the wrong like I'm going to be self-aware of like the whole circumstance but also realize like okay like how did I play a part into this instead of blaming somebody else of it 
Agreed. And I think like we do affect other people's lives so deeply and mm-hmm. oftentimes don't realize how much we have affected people's lives in a good way or a bad way. We often yep. don't know because, you know, we don't. And yeah, and it's weird because then there's those times too where, you know, someone will say something or even you, the way you feel towards someone, it could just be a mirror reflection of actually how do you feel towards you. Even mm-hmm. if it's a good thing, you're incredibly beautiful and kind and smart and you're like, Actually, only it's because I believe I'm incredibly beautiful and smart, mm-hmm. or you're the worst driver in the entire world. Like, <laughs> Maybe I am too, right? So, I, yeah, like you said, you—it's just your awareness. That little bit of like, I—I'll take it. Doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I know what I was like in high school, guys. Yeah. I know it. Like, I apologize, <laughs> but like, what can I do now, right? Yeah. Um, I think like the next question that ties into all of this is like, if we are actually really truly free and on a society level, like there's so many layers to that, but on a spiritual realm of things, like, are we truly completely free? I I don't know. I I think this is an awesome question. I, yeah, I 100% we are free, but I guess the, the flip side is like, that's a choice. It really is a personal choice. You have, you can read books about people who have gone through the most traumatic experiences ever, who have been through the Holocaust, who have come out the other side and they had to stay free within themselves. Even when in every other, Um, if you looked at it from every other direction, mm -hmm. they were free. And it's happening in the world right now that people are feeling really trapped, but now it's coming back to that mindset, which is so funny. It's like, we're stuck inside, but also it's that literally in the world so that we can become more aware of our inner selves. Yeah. We keep busy. We can keep ignoring, but if we focus in on the inner selves, the truest part of us, like I said, just contemplate it. How am I really feeling? Just not the surface, right? It's not like, well, I have yeah. a crap language. It's what's below that, but why? What what really this happened? What was the moment that this happened? You know, and this can happen in any scenario. It's, and then why? Oh wow, I was just feeling really low there because I was feeling insecure. Know that things are gonna get better. What are my options here? How trust myself that things are gonna get what do I have to do for myself? We're always free. We are born free. Mm-hmm. And the more that we like we discussed more that we just go inside a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and we connect our higher self or God or whatever we want to call it. Cause we don't need to have any, it's just faith over fear, right? It's like, I am the greatest version of me and I'm, that's where I'm going to stay yeah. and hold friends onto others and they can feel the same way. Right. Yeah. I remember someone, um, when I was younger, she asked me like, do you, arena, do you like your life? And I remember like, reflecting on this question and I was really weird out I was like why are you asking me this you know like I've never talked to you before and you're asking me if I like my life and I remember I answered like a generic answer I was like yes but I think that question was like a self-reflection of like you need to go home and realize like are you happy in your life right now and it was a wake-up call that I like kind of rejected because I wasn't ready to jump into this like spiritual realm but it was like I guess like they were like preparing me I guess they were preparing me of like oh yeah Um, you know earth angels you literally had like an earth angel where i'd be like hey do you enjoy your life and you're like yeah what (laughs) at the mall the other day i looked up i okay so i have five children and my last little baby is you know she's like the handful she's the screamer Mm -hmm. right so i look up to god right and Mm -hmm. i was trying to decide i have another baby and i look up to god and i'm like god you know why is this so difficult right and i said why and i swear to you a gentleman comes up to me and he starts talking to me i've never met him he can barely speak and he looks at me and he said don't have any more children wow I'm like, i mean he said some other things too but the last thing was like five beautiful children don't have any more children you are good 
I just got Ugh. chills right now. <laughs> That's so great. So you just like, again, it's all synchronicities. Yeah. Like have that person cross your path. And it's funny that you contemplated it. And now look where you are now. Now you're asking other people, do you enjoy your life? Yeah. What do they know? Like, look at where this is taking you this journey. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think like my biggest fear is like settling. Like I never want to just settle for like a job or like a partner or a friendship. Like I think like my life mission is to like live a fulfilled life and like reach my like highest self, but also just like, I think I talked about this with Lisa, but like, I believe that my life purpose is to heal others. So in whatever job that I want to reach, it's going to be like something related to that because at first I was going to settle to be a lawyer. But then I realized like if I ever lost a case and know that I like gave my all for it, I think I would be crushed and I would be like depressed and just like super unhappy. But I do would like to change something in the world. And I think I've said this since I was like five years old, I would be like, I want to like be a star. But like nobody really knew, understood, like I wasn't talking about a celebrity, but I was talking about like me being a star child. It was like preparing me from like right from the start. Yeah. That's another like symbol too. If you were to look up what a star means, I literally have a star tattooed. I tattoo a lot of symbols, but I, I, I think that you're right. And I think that it's, it's funny because I actually just, I love Oracle cards and I picked one before our session today. And the Mm -hmm. one thing or in the card that I pulled is called chop wood. And it's so funny because it literally comes down to this big dream that we always have. And I have a big dream too. Like I literally want to be a motivational speaker. I've had it since I, I just had a vision when I was 19. I trusted it and was like, Oh, okay, I'm just going to, who knows what's this yeah. going to happen. Times you get so focused on the big dream that we're not focusing on the daily tasks. And this yeah. card is just called chop wood because it means sweep the floor, chop the wood, be happy yeah. in the little thing right now, as you build this bigger picture, as yeah. you are continuing yourself and growing, this is coming, but do the daily meaning. They, they have meaning, right? Not just because you're not the big picture yet. doesn't mean every single thing you're doing, even when you're not working so hard, mm-hmm. just cuddling your cat on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> that is part of it for sure. I I think like I also pulled um cards yesterday or like maybe 2 days ago. I haven't in like probably like months, but I think like last month it was like Scorpio or something. Like something about like the death or something. But I was literally going through it. Like I was experiencing a lot of like not death, like physical death, but just like a lot of like shadow self was coming up and like I was just like going crazy a little. But I pulled a card like a bunch of cards and one of them was like nine of swords or something and it came out of like the death card the the tower card and the world card and I knew like this is what they're preparing me for like something's going to end something's going to come into it and I'm going to experience like a huge growth but it's going to be super painful and I think I was like resisting that in September from like now and I think like now it's like all like an epiphany it's like oh my goodness like I need to prepare myself I need to like work from within um and just like not resist this change that's coming like you know what time to lean in don't have to jump into the uncomfortable that's the thing you can actually ease the uncomfortable all you need to do is lean in and also just like lean in towards like meditation like yesterday I had a meditation that I did and it was like really beautiful because I felt like I was literally I needed it like it was a cleanse Mm. but I also feel like meditation for like listeners um tuning in or like some don't know like what it is because we talk about meditation and I used to hear it all the time but I would always be like I don't know what that is like I don't want to try it but I think it's so important to just like sit by yourself whether it's in your car whether it's at home like just to sit with yourself yeah I agree I mean that's when I'm like people are like meditation like I mean now it's becoming cool right so mm-hmm. I'm just like hey cool yeah, I'm a, yeah I'm a meditator but like 
literally, it could be as simple as like, just light a candle, stare at the flame. Mm-hmm. It's such a simple thing. Your meditation could be when you run, when you just free all of the moving parts. You just you're just freeing yourself. It could be by a nice warm fire and feeling really warm inside. When all day you felt busy and you haven't felt right, you're just staring at this fire and you're feeling warm. It can be petting your dog. That's why so many people have these you know these little buddies now that they take mm-hmm. in the malls or lap. Because we want to feel comfort as human beings and everything that we do. I really believe that it's all for the good. But we want to feel good. We want to feel comfortable. And so when People say meditation. They're literally like, oh, so I have to clear my mind? Mm-hmm, yeah. But I, I can't do that. It's like, yes, we all have the ability to meditate, mm-hmm. but let's just move the word from meditation. Yeah. You know, how about we just say chill? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best word to say. Yeah. I'm not talking sit on the TV or watch your phone. That's not chilling. That's a lot of blue light. That's a lot of you are getting whatever they're giving you. How about that? When you chill, what are you giving you? What's your favorite thing to do? How do you find a time where you can actually just like (sighs) Mm -hmm. take that all like you are living. We live a lot in the fight, flight or freeze nervous system. So it's just like constant vibration. Can we just like breathe our breath, even if we're just paying attention to, whoa, I don't even remember breathing today. I don't remember how I drove today. I don't think I ate today. Can we just settle and chill? That would be a great way to start. And now just to wrap up one thing in the world, um, what would it be? <laughs> um, you know what? I actually wrote this one down as I was looking at, you know, the questions you're talking about. Um, I would want people to see their inner value in themselves. Like I'd want them to love themselves. I wouldn't want anything in Okay, well, there's lots of things I'm sure. Like I, I, I love people so desperately. I would just hope that everyone in this lifetime, in on the earth, in this human body, gets to experience inner love. Yeah, sounds corny. It's it's you know it sounds like I'm on stage of world peace. Be um, <laughs> like experiencing the inner love and the connection with yourself that you know can make you smile at the end of the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> everybody just practice like a form of self-love but also like once you reach that like self-love moment it's like this beautiful you're kind of projecting it onto others as well and then for anybody listening where can we find you and do you have any current project that you're working on oh I love that you asked me this because (laughs) I you know what I'm so funny like I like to I like to so I only have really one it's hands full yogi on Instagram I'm not really a big social media person besides that and I always share a lot on there tools for you but also goofy stuff that happens in my life I, I'm a pretty big jokester um, but one of the things right now that I've been offering a lot online is zoom sessions like hypnotherapy or guided meditation um, I'm a yoga teacher as well like I said and I'm just finishing up my life coaching so really the way that I I work is I just offer so thank you for asking well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories and now to all the listeners i'm just curious what's your story 